0: I was so nervous and a little bit mad whenever High breaks into this house to steal a baby, and he's taking his sweet time.
1: Welcome to 5-Minute Film Finder, brought to you by Pioneer Library System. Hello, and welcome to 5-Minute Film Finder. I am Ben, and I'm joined by... I am London. Hey, London. How are you doing today? It's kind of a sleepy Monday morning, Ben. It's a sleepy Monday, yeah. So. We had uh, the beginning of the, our super rainy week here in Norman, Oklahoma. I think we're all trying to recover from it. But we watched some fun movies this weekend. Um, some classics, I guess you could say, in a more modern sense. Um, we watched a couple Cohen Brothers movies. Do you love the Cohen Brothers? Do you hate the Cohen Brothers?
0: I love the coen brothers okay good now now we were talking about this i would be awkward if you didn't they have plenty of movies i have not seen Uh so i some a lot of people would probably be mad at me that i haven't seen some of their movies absolutely so have you have you seen like the big ones like uh, other than the two that we're i'm looking at their filmography right now i'm gonna say yes i've seen the big ones yeah uh, do you have any favorites by the Coens? I do. Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, my absolute favorite is Burn After Reading. Have you seen that?
1: Oh yes, I I love that one. It's not what I would expect for a first go to for a favorite.
0: N- no, but I just love the humor in it. Um, really, it's about a bunch of idiots. No one knows what's going on, and I just love that because they they do
1: idiots in such a special, yes. interesting way. Because yeah. like they can have smart idiots, yeah. like real dummy idiots.
0: They love idiots and they love a good just botched crime. Um it's kind of their bread and butter <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Um do you have a favorite?
1: Oh, it's tough for me like looking at the list I I can't ever like say I I would turn away from O oh, Brother Where Art Thou? Mm-hmm. Just George Clooney so like charming in it. Mm-hmm. And similarly like He's like a, a smart idiot that mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, he's just bumbling his way through, but has such a way mm-hmm. of talking. And they they write the dialogue for, mm-hmm. for those types of characters so well, and it's so interesting.
0: Um, but yeah. Uh, I have to tell you, Ben, so I don't consider my parents to be people who like stay up with all the new movies all the time. When Oh Brother, Where Art Thou came out, my parents... <laughs> i think they went to see it several times they were t- they were talking about it for probably five years i so, think
1: my parents were the same way so to, <laughs> like m- weirdly.
0: To, to me that's a real testament to the movie and, yeah, and the cohen brothers is my it, my parents were hooked on this movie for yeah. five years <laughs> so <sighs> but anyway the cohen brothers yeah
1: they have
0: a fairly long career
1: now um Their first movie uh, came out in 1984. We discussed we don't know this movie, Blood Simple. We're going to have to find this and watch it. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to track that down and see if we can Mm -hmm. talk about it on the podcast someday. But for today, we have a couple movies. Uh, We have, I will be talking about Raising Arizona, but first, Mr. London, could you tell us about your movie? And Wilhelm, if you could start the timer. (laughs)
0: I wanted to make a joke and say death to Smoochie. That's not a Coen Brothers movie, <laughs> so we'll just move along. Um, I had the great joy of rewatching watching Fargo um, to talk about today. I love Fargo so much, and it had been years. Um, Same for me, yeah. I, I already said Burn After Reading is my favorite, but I mean, Fargo is right up there. This movie is amazing. Um, this came out in 1996. It's almost hard to believe it's that old now, but... Um, I kind of want to assume people have seen this, but maybe you haven't. Um, this is another situation where we have a lot of idiots, I think. Um, uh, there's this man, Jerry Lundegaard. He's played by William H. Macy. Oh, how, um, how sweet
1: is William H. Macy?
0: I always <laughs> love William H. Macy, and it's... All, this is not a good guy, but you still like him. (laughs) Your, your heart kind of goes out to him. You can tell he's just having terrible financial troubles. Um, he arranges these two, not very good guys to kidnap his wife so that he can extort ransom from his wealthy father-in-law. Um, nothing works out. Go figure. Yeah. So (laughs) even from the very first scene, um, when Jerry is meeting these two guys, um, carl and gare are our two criminal masterminds here um there was a miscommunication about what time they were supposed to meet at this little bar and so right out of the gate um things are not working right and they have an argument about was it seven thirty or 8 30 we were supposed <laughs> to meet it doesn't get the plan doesn't get any better from there on out so um and then also of course you have francis mcdormand playing march gunderson Raynard, Minnesota, who's investigating the the crimes that are unfolding. Um, I got to say, both of our movies have just incredible casts. The casts are amazing. So, yeah, and so I've mentioned Francis McDormand. I've mentioned William H. Macy. um, Steve Buscemi plays one of the bad guys. uh, Peter Stormare plays the other. Um, I noticed (laughs) Bruce Campbell has a credit in Fargo. What? Do you know about this? No. <laughs> so I was just racking my brain. And I'll tell you, I actually watched Fargo twice yesterday. <laughs> and I was like, I know I did not see Bruce Campbell. Yeah. So I went and did a little hunting. It says Bruce Campbell as Alan Stewart. Um, I'm so glad we have the internet now. This yeah. made it a lot easier to figure <laughs> this out. Um, he is an actor shown on the TV that Carl and, well, really, Gayer is watching. Um. He, when they're in the cabin, they have their hostage. He's, he keeps watching a bad oh, soap opera okay. or a TV movie. <laughs> um, Bruce Campbell's in that bad TV movie. That's hilarious. So a little f- fun fact for us today. So you mentioned that you watched it twice. I did watch it twice. So <laughs> I, I want to tell the folks at home. Um, the library has Fargo on DVD. Um, it is also on Hoopla. I noticed right away that the Hoopla um, version is edited for content. It's funny to me that anyone tried to edit the movie Fargo. You could edit this until you're blue in the face. <laughs> yeah. This is never going to be a family movie. Yeah, absolutely. So um, if you want, you can check it out on Hoopla. Um, the, the, there's a lot of language in the movie. So language, violence, there's a little bit of sexual content. Those are toned down there. I would recommend you check out the DVD. Um, see it as the director's intended. So. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I I skimmed a little bit of it at at your uh, behest, and oof, it is truly bizarre. I believe one of their favorite replacement words is
0: fruz. They they say fruz a lot. I they invented a word, and I'm uh, good for them. I've I've never heard that. Ambitious. Yes. So, um,
1: but yeah. Back to the movie.
0: Yeah, so what uh, do you love about it? Really the characters. And we were talking about I, I mean, there's certainly a plot here, but you I think you watch the Cohen Brothers movies for the characters. Absolutely. These really uh colorful, interesting people. Um
1: Yeah, no no two characters are going to blend into each other as in a Cohen Brothers movie. They're right. all like fully realized, naturalized
0: yes. people. Yes, they are distinct characters um the accents are fantastic in fargo um (laughs) if if you ever hear people walking around you know it sounds like they're quoting a movie and saying oh yeah yeah (laughs) they're probably doing fargo absolutely or they might just be from minnesota and you should give them a big welcome
1: yeah um it makes it makes it hard to distinguish the bad guys because
0: it's such a sweet kind sounding accent yes so i've i've actually never seen fargo the tv show have you seen it I have not, but I've. it's on my watch list. I, you know, re-watching this movie yesterday, I really got to thinking, I, I need to watch the TV show and see what it's all about. And I hear good things about it. Okay, um, I'm out of time. So we'll go to a break, Ben. Yep. And we'll be back.
1: Coming May 1st, 2021. Pioneer Library Summer Learning Challenge. Read, complete activities, log your points to earn swag. With categories for children, teens, and adults, there is something for everyone with our summer learning challenge. Visit PioneerLibrarySystem.org and use the My Learning link to learn more. All right, and we are back. Um, So we just talked about Fargo, and now we are getting ready to talk about our second movie of the day, which is Raising Arizona. So, Wilhelm, if you'll set the timer. (laughs) All right, so Raising Arizona. um, The Coen Brothers' second movie came out in 1987, uh, starring Nicolas Cage as a, uh, I guess you could call him a 'er ne'er-do-well, a repeat offender. Uh, I think in the movie they call him a recidivist. Yes. Uh, Just constantly can't help but rob uh, corner stores. uh, Quick stops. He's hooked. Yeah, he's hooked on it. Um, But... In in the case of this movie, he he meets his uh, the love of his life uh, is the booking officer at the police station who takes his his prints and his pictures, mm-hmm. um, played by the lovely Holly Hunter. I I forgot she was Ed in this movie. Also, she's named Ed, short for Edwina. Uh, she's so good in this. She's sweet. I always enjoy yeah, her. Yeah, anytime she shows up. So, have you seen The Big Sick?
0: Uh, yes, I did.
1: Um she plays the mom in okay. Big Sick and right. she's just so fantastic right. it. So I was really excited to see her in this um It'd been a very long time since I've seen this, but man, this movie is wacky. Yes. Uh, it we were talking earlier, uh it vacillates between like very dry like like plainly spoken humor to like just totally crazy circumstantial stuff. Like The Bounty Hunter there's some like magical realism going on there, like things are bursting into flames, yes. like around him. Like I didn't, I, I wasn't sure as like how much of this was the like. And uh, Nicholas Cage's character Hai, he's a Hi, he's H uh, I. He had a dream, a premonition almost of him coming for them. I haven't even gotten to the plot of this movie. <laughs> no, uh, the whole plot of this movie is um, Hi and Ed get together and they decide that they want to have a baby. Um, Unfortunately, Ed uh, comes home to tell High that she is barren, and so they go on the hunt for different ways to have a kid. Uh, Nothing's working because, as we said, High is a criminal. (laughs) Um, He has a checkered past. Yeah, so they become very desperate, and they see that a famous uh, local businessman has had a set of, uh, is it quintuplets? It is quintuplets. Yeah, quintuplets. Uh, five babies. And they decide, that's too many babies. Like, right. they can't, surely they can't handle all those who, babies. Who can take care of five babies? We should take one off their hands. Um, And the rest of the plot follows that, as we said with the previous movie, it's not really so much about the plot as it is about all the crazy character interactions that, The plot facilitates like did you have any favorites i
0: i have to tell you real quick on on the subject of baby napping i had i i had never seen raising arizona before i was so nervous and a little bit mad whenever high breaks into this house to steal a baby and he's taking his sweet time the parents (laughs) are there and he's upstairs like playing with the children and debating and he he can't decide which one he likes i guess i'm like If you're going to do this, you need to get out of this house. You're making me very nervous.
1: Yeah, like, very different from Fargo in the sense of, like, they're playing these, like, situations, like, totally absurd. Like, he's wrangling these babies. They're, like, having all these kind of, like, slapstick moments. Like, trying to wrangle them back into the crib and pick one.
0: He's making so much noise. And all the babies are out of the crib. They're crawling around.
1: Yeah, and there's a whole whole bit, um, but... It's just such an interesting movie in that sense of like it, you've, you can really see the beginnings of the Coens finding their comedic voice. Absolutely. In this movie, but like still so different from where they landed with like Fargo and mm-hmm. the movies more recent. Um. Did you have a favorite character in this movie?
0: Um. I actually I did like Nicolas Cage's High a lot.
1: Yeah. So how do you feel about Nicolas Cage? as an actor
0: you know (laughs) there's peaks and valleys yeah um I I think overall I like him yeah um I feel
1: like I am constantly in awe of his choices um he like he seems to be an actor that just will do anything that sounds fun Mm -hmm. which I really respect like a lot of actors are trying to only do like very high-minded stuff but like He's just like I want to do something I've never done before. Right. I want to try some stunt that we've never done or like try to do an accent that I've never done or a character that I I never would have expected to be able to do. Mm-hmm. Um and this like this is like probably one of his most acclaimed movies by far. Um but you still see some of that like kind of absurd like cartoonishness that he,
0: he mm-hmm. is so famous for. Do you have a favorite character here?
1: Oh. I mean, I love I love Holly Hunter's Ed and cuz like her sadness. She really plays like a a a longing mother like mm-hmm. wanting to be a mother in such like a perfect and hilarious way and she's just very sweet and I I love her mm-hmm. as an actress. Um
0: I think I was questioning the whole movie: why Ed was with High. It, yeah, it's, exactly. it's kind of
1: hard because, like, she she is sweet, smart, and was a law officer of the right, law. <laughs> right, and he's a criminal. <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh, and there's our time. Uh-oh. But uh, so, real quickly, uh, I guess we can probably do this together. I don't think we did this on yours. Who would we suggest these movies for? Um, I'd say if you if there's any Coen Brothers movie that you've seen. You would you would like these? They are like earlier in the canon of the Coen Brothers.
0: Chances are, if you are alive, you've seen a Coen Brothers movie. Yeah. So, um, just for further watching, I, I think you should check these out.
1: Uh, crime comedies. If you're a fan of crime comedies, like uh, some more serious ones, like uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels sure. or Snatch, stuff like that. Very, very much like similar tones of like this is crime, but also it's. Absurd and silly and fun, so for that I th- that that are that's our two movies for today. Oh, have so, a little tongue twister there,
0: Ben. I actually and I'll bring up too. You know, um, I think people love Frances McDormand. She oh. just won an another Oscar for Nomadland. Oof, yeah, uh, she won two Oscars for that actually as a producer on the film. Um, she's in both of these. She is married to joel or ethan she's married to a Cohen brother okay <laughs> so um you know if you're a fan of her um also worth checking these out i did bring something for you today ben Ooh, what did we bring you know we're talking about how great the characters are in Cohen brother movies and so i thought i could give you a little character quiz all right all uh, right see how you're doing today i'm gonna throw a really easy one at you um to we'll, start we'll see how easy it is so i'm just i'm giving you an actor and a character name and you're just gonna tell me a title oh okay okay see how you do um jeff bridges as the dude oh no this is the easiest one on the list oh my gosh <laughs> uh uh, that's The Big Lebowski The Big Lebowski which somehow we we have not talked we didn't even mention this whole episode oh, yeah one um, of the most classics yes. that's probably my number two behind Oh Brother yeah, yeah that's a great movie um, Tommy Lee Jones as Ed Tom Bell
1: oh that is No Country for Old Men that is No Country for oh, Old Men oh
0: nice um, Tilda Swinton who I love as twins Thora Thacker and Thessaly Thacker
1: Oh, Tilda Swinton. I don't know this one.
0: That was Hail Caesar. That came oh, okay. out in 2016. I have seen that. It's been I, a while. I really enjoyed Hail Caesar. Yeah. That's another great one. Yeah. Um, John Turturro as Barton Fink. Is it Barton Fink? It is Barton <laughs> Fink, yes. Thank you for the gimme. I yes, it. Yes, yes. You're welcome. Okay. Um, John Carroll Lynch as Norm Gunderson.
1: Oh, I know that name just...
0: Oh, hiya, Norm.
1: Oh, is it in Fargo? It's in Fargo. No, it's in Fargo. It's in yeah. Fargo.
0: I'll make you some eggs, Marge. <laughs> um, Francis McDormand as Linda Litsky.
1: Ooh, I'm blanking.
0: That is Burn after reading. Oh, that Another fantastic character. She really... Her whole motivation is wanting to find a way to get some money so she can get plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah. That's her whole motivation in this movie. And yeah, I she... think I'm going to have to go back and watch all the Coen Brothers yep, movies. This yep. is making me kind of fiend for them. You'll get this one. Um, John Goodman as Gail Snotes.
1: Oh, yep. From mine, Raising Arizona. There you go. <laughs>
0: um, George You Cl- gave him a last name. That threw me off. Yeah. <laughs> um, I went the extra mile there. And George Clooney as Ulysses Everett McGill. Ooh, oh, brother, where art they? Okay, so I started you off with a Jeff Bridges. We're gonna end with another Jeff Bridges here. Jeff Bridges as Rooster Cogburn. Oh, uh, True Grit. Yes, sir. Oh, I love
1: that that remake. It's very fun. A great
0: movie. Me and
1: me and my uh, partner quote it constantly. uh, The Matt Damon line: uh, "I thought to steal a kiss from you." But then I thought better of it because you're quite (laughs) (laughs) mannish.
0: And That's all I've got. Thank you, London. I always enjoy your little quizzes. You're welcome. Thanks for being a good sport.
1: Yeah. So that is us wrapping up another episode of 5-Minute Film Finder. If you would like to contact us with any questions, concerns, or suggestions for movies that we should watch from Hoopla or Canopy, you can email us at podcast at PioneerLibrarySystem.org. That's podcast singular at PioneerLibrarySystem.org. And make sure to like, subscribe, and follow our podcast on whatever your favorite streaming platform is. It helps us kind of get into more people's ears and helps us keep going. And that is it for today. Thank you for joining us. Bye.